pick the right people and they may not be who you initially write down. That's so true. Thank you for joining the Hope Network here. And uh, I'm Barry. And I'm Michelle. And we're here to share with you some words of hope because this world is a dark, dark place. It sure is. And we need hope. We all need hope. We really do. We really do. And, and you know that hope doesn't cure anything, but it brings us into life it brings us forward it doesn't get us stuck in the Absolutely. things that it helps hope helps hope helps, hope helps. i like that we ought to have a bumper sticker that says that. get a new tattoo hope that says hope helps. helps it really does and uh so we want to encourage you today we really do and uh we hope you find some words of encouragement mm -hmm. we've been going through a series of conversations with others regarding chronic issues in their life and how they struggled and how they got through it. So this is not our opinion. This is the opinion of people who have known pain Absolutely. and are living with pain. Your peers have known pain. And, and I don't know anybody who does not right. know pain. Everybody, and if you haven't, you will. Yes. It's just part of yes. life. Part of life. So our, our uh, episode today is to talk about one of the things that we want to encourage people, and that is enlisting a team. Enlisting a team. All right. So and what does that mean? Yeah, what who do does you, that mean? Who do you mean? surround yourself with when you're struggling? Sure. Yeah, you need people that will encourage you and people that will educate you. Isn't that true? What and you don't need <laughs> is people who are negative and feed into Right. A lot of the discouragement that you may already be feeling. I do. I think that a lot of times friends feel like, oh, yes. And they just kind of not play along. I don't want to use that term, but they the I'm going to walk alongside of you. But instead of giving you hope and encouragement, they sit with you for way too long in the sadness, the negativity, the discouragement. And that is, I believe, doing you a disservice. Well, and it becomes sometimes for some folks that you thought you could lean on as a friend during a time of difficulty, you find that they use it as a platform for their own miseries. Mm, isn't they that begin true? to share, oh, I had this experience as though it's your experience. And it's, they're no longer listening. And there's something to be said about that, about misery loving company. There's truth in that. And you're right, Barry. They're not listening. They don't have a listening heart. They just want to join in and like share my misery now. Yeah, yeah. We know, just like this broadcast, you can have a tendency of not listening to each mm -hmm. other and uh, just think about what you want to say mm -hmm. next, but that's uh, difficult. You need people that will truly listen to you, or as we used to say in, uh, in our classes on psychology, having a meaningful conversation. Mm -hmm. And I think a, a, a lot of times, and for those of you who maybe on the other end going, oh, that might be me. That's okay. You can change that listening heart. I think a lot of people have to have to live with um, intention 
with that. Not everybody naturally are good listeners, and that's okay, but we can all be listeners. Well, you just have to think about it. I think you just pointed out a key component is that we have to be intentional. Intentional. Mm-hmm. Uh, not only intentional in conversation, but intentional in who we have on our mm-hmm. team. Mm-hmm. We have to be very intentional, very selective. Pick the right people, and they may not be who you initially write down. That's so true. That's so true. And and I agree with that so much. And listening a team, I and, and for example, I when I'm struggling, which I do because we all do, we're human. But I'm very careful with who I share um, my issue with, whatever the issue may be. They have to be safe. Someone I trust, not just someone to talk to. You have to have someone you trust that you would consider a safe environment yeah a safe environment Mm -hmm. it opens you up if you feel Mm -hmm. safe and heard if you feel heard feel heard yeah which what does that mean be feel heard how do you how do you know if you feel like you've been heard that's a good question i mean when i'm when i'm talking with somebody and i can tell they understand Maybe not understand exactly what I'm going through, but somebody who gives good feedback, even as simple, like right now, Barry, you're nodding your head and you're making eye contact with me. Right. You're not saying a word. Right. But I feel heard. Like he's listening to what That's I'm saying. Beautiful. Yeah. And if we repeat what mm-hmm. we've just heard, mm-hmm. if we retell what we've heard to somebody, then we know. Or if they ask a follow-up question. I was just... Would going take to your say line? that yes <laughs> always but that is true and i when i'm listening to somebody i will ask them is it okay if i ask you a question and i'll wait for the some people don't want to be asked questions and i think also listening and being heard it is it is according to that individual for lack of a better term everyone feels heard differently so i will often like can i ask you a question Sometimes they say no, sometimes they say yes, but I know personally I feel heard when someone does ask a follow-up question. Yeah, that's right. I mean, that's the tip-off because they really are paying attention. Yes. They're not just waiting for their chance to enter into the conversation. Yes, and I know people like that too. We all do. Yes, where they almost finish you to, they want you to finish a sentence so they can say something. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. right, right. Something of great wisdom, I'm sure. (laughs) Profound. Yeah, right. It's not quite that (laughs) nice, but uh, yeah, it's challenging. But uh, so let's start, let's talk in a practical way. Mm -hmm. So we're talking Mm -hmm. about enlisting a team. What would you say are some of the steps? We know we've got to be selective and you can try out different people yeah. and not put them on your team. Yeah, absolutely. And I don't think you have to necessarily tell them, hey, I'm auditioning you. <laughs> right? I think we know as we, as we walk through life who will either naturally become our support and our cheerleader. Um, but one thing I look for is someone who's been through some stuff. That's a good point. They have some experience. Absolutely. They're a veteran of the issues, right? 
in fact, that's why I always say I want to I want to marry someone who has been through some stuff. Right. Someone you can go to war with. Oh, I love that. In fact, in the, war. in the yes. Bible, there's only and I, and I don't know where it is. So if listeners, you know, please feel free to call in or Barry, maybe you do. But God says one thing about who to marry is someone you can go to war with. Wow. I've I've never seen that, I but that sounds powerful, is. man. Um, and that makes sense, doesn't it? It does. It does. It's a linking of arms. Yes. It's shoulder to shoulder. It's in the trenches. Yes. Together and knowing you can count on them to be there. And they will stand up and maybe be a voice when you don't necessarily have one. You know, we go through times where things are so hard you can't even form words, um, or you don't feel you have the mental capacity. That's when your person, your advocate steps up, says, I got you. And whatever that looks like. Yeah. Well, and, and you know, a good place to start would be just start writing a list. Mm. Write a list mm-hmm. of people and maybe next to their name, put a dash and put down what kind of area you're looking mm. for, like medical. That could yeah. be. And your team is going to change over time. Mm-hmm. Who you need in the first days of your trials. Yeah may differ on the 10th day in the one year I just heard a a lady talk in a grief support group she was talking about uh, going through a death in her family Mm. and she complimented her husband as doing exactly what she needed from him Mm. just being there just being I don't want you to talk to me don't want you to solve my issues don't tell me how I can overcome this grief like we're doing right yeah. now, Michelle. <laughs> but if you've lost a job, yeah. if you've got a negative medical diagnosis, if you are in a medical treatment of some type or residual issues, right. depression, anxiety, anything, depre- it could be anything, right? Whatever that struggle is. Mm-hmm. And who I might even pick for your team might be different than who you would yeah. pick for your team. But that's very what customized. Is, what is one thing you look for when enlisting a team, Barry? Well, again, I, I go right back to this whole idea that it depends on where I'm at yeah. in the in the trial. So I had my stroke two and a half years ago. So today, oh well, it does have seasons, though, within that time frame that I had needed medical care in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I needed it assistance with activities of daily living as they call me ADLs. I needed some help there but once I learned a few things I could manage them myself I didn't need that same medical intervention right but I still need to exercise I need people around me that will challenge me and talk to me yes. and encourage yes. me to and, and, but I do think you pointed it out the depression angle Mm -hmm. is something that's very fluid Mm -hmm. we're all going to have days that we're going to feel like the pits and other days like we're on the peaks yeah and that's normal Mm -hmm. Uh, ups and downs yeah we always want to live out there on the top don't we we do (laughs) that's not the world we live in though no and i will say too i was just thinking sometimes and i'm speaking of my own experience sometimes your team helps enlist themselves and I'll elaborate on that because I am a person or let me rephrase that I was a person that didn't trust too many people so for me to even be vulnerable in front of somebody was so challenging that I have been blessed literally 
thank you, Jesus, putting people in my life that would pursue me where they understood, okay, she's struggling right now. She probably won't reach out, so we're going to her. Ooh, wow! That now that's like an advanced level that's, of support, isn't it? And I really, yes, and I really <laughs> do. That's a Jesus thing. Until wow. I got to the point where I was able to be more vulnerable, and mm. that was a practice. But I did. I had people pursue me. Yeah. Well, and and but that might be in a positive way, or it might be calling us out. Absolutely. <laughs> and when we need to be called out. Yes. Yes. We sh- that, you know, we're, we're, uh, you know, what's the word? It's like, we're just fluffing it along, but then they say to us, now I don't buy that. Yep. You can do t- <laughs> Yeah. Those people are great those as are well. The, yes. Those are the people you need. And that's one thing I always say. You don't want the person, you don't want a yes man. Right. You don't want a yes man. You want someone that does gently call you out because otherwise you're doing a disservice. I would rather be alone than with the wrong person because the wrong person, I don't mean a relationship, well, any relationship, friendship, but the wrong person get almost like our last episode where they can, they can enable you to get stuck rather than help you get out of that situation. And just some people like that negativity and you can get stuck there. And that's all you talk about, back and forth, back and forth, is the issue rather than sure. what can we do to help the issue. Yeah, that's moving it forward then. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You're, not, you're not getting stuck, like you said. Right. You're st- because you can be in a pity party, and you can even find people that will just support your pityness. That's right. That's exactly what I mean. And you don't find, you don't find value with that lifestyle. You can't get stuck there. No. And I don't know the situation with the people that are uh, listening to us. They could have been stuck there Mm -hmm. to this day, but you can today. Yep. As of today, I'm taking charge of my life. I'm rearranging some people. Get a piece of paper, get a pen. Like you said, write it down. Who do you know in your life that can help? Yeah. No holds barred. Just write everybody down that comes to your mind. You can always go and scratch them off later. You could formally ask them to be a part of your team, yep. or you can informally ask them to be, or, or informally enlist them into yeah. your team. And I would recommend someone older. You mm. want more than one person, but I would always recommend someone older. That would be a member of your team. Yep. Yeah, because of the wisdom and the Absolutely. mileage that they have yes. acquired themselves. They've lived more life. Yeah, yeah, because they know what it's like. Boy, our time is almost gone already, already. Michelle. And uh, I hope you found this valuable. If you want more information about our podcast, you're welcome to go to our website, which is talksabouthope.com. It's all one big word, www.talksabouthope.com. You can see our ugly pictures on there. and then <laughs> I'm you really can not read. that ugly. Just kidding. <laughs> Way to go. All right. Listen to that positivity. That's great. So yeah, we hope we've helped today. That, we that we're, we're in, our statement is simple: enlist a team mm-hmm. and get that support system built up around mm-hmm. you. Have a great day. Have a great day.